Hello there. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of the Condo Expert. And oh boy, okay, think about something. Do you know what? I mean, especially now, this is summertime and what happens? I mean, we've got all sorts of bees and wasps and flying ants and everything under the sun that's flying around in and about you. So if you get stung and you get a reaction... Do a lot of you know that there's something called anaphylactic reaction? You know, you don't maybe even know it, but your body could actually be allergic. And, you know, absolutely. I mean, we talk all the time about peanut allergies, for instance, you know, and um, if you go into stores, you're going to see signs. I mean, you know, there's so many different types of allergies that are out there. I mean, environmental allergies, of course, is one. But what would put your body into an anaphylactic shock because it just can't handle whatever has just happened or what you've consumed, maybe what you've been exposed to. So this is an important thing to think about. Certainly something that you need to actually put in your iPhone, but I'm not the expert. The person that's the expert is Debbie Bruce, and she is the co-director of the Canadian Anaphylaxis Initiative. And uh, actually, if you want to follow it through while we're talking with Debbie, and I'll introduce her in a second, is I'm going to give the website right off the bat. It's uh, cai-allergies.ca. So, Debbie Bruce. Debbie, thank you so much. Good Good morning. (laughs) That's all good. You know, I have to thank you so much for coming to the show. I mean, the information that you're going to provide, I think, is going to be so um, important to families, uh, anyone for that matter. I mean, it's, it's all about, you know, raising awareness, I think, from what you're involved in. And just in case people don't know what that great big word anaphylaxis means, it's life-threatening allergies. So this is just more than a sensitivity, but your body sees whatever has come in contact with you as the enemy and um, starts your system trying to fight it off. And you can your blood pressure can drop and it can be fatal if not treated with epinephrine immediately. Wow. So, so, you know, so basically, I mean, a lot of people may not even know that they have an allergy and, and that would be the most life-threatening side, wouldn't it? Yes, that's right. Actually, we just got EpiPens on our Mississauga fire trucks and they've already saved four lives. Our Peel EMS told us that one third of the calls that they respond to for anaphylaxis, they did not know that they had a reaction. Really? So you mean that fire trucks didn't have EpiPens before? They didn't. And we're very excited they I'm do really, now. That's fascinating. Well, actually, I have to tell you, until two years ago, I didn't even know what an EpiPen was. I had my own allergy uh, situation when I got stung by 18 wasps, and uh, and I went into an anaphylactic shock. So, so you know, EpiPens, maybe we can talk a little bit about what exactly is an EpiPen. Now, are these a prescription pen that you would get from a pharmacist? Like, do you actually have a prescription for it, or can you buy it over the counter? You can buy it over the counter, but if you're uh, diagnosed with anaphylaxis, you will get a script for it. Really? So so it could be something then that your doctor would actually prescribe for you. But again, you'd have to know that you've got the allergy going on in order for you to talk to the doctor about it. That's right. Unfortunately, a young girl died a year ago, March break at one of our malls in Burlington, Mapleview Mall, because she was in the food court and ate something, did not know she was allergic, went into an anaphylactic reaction, and before they could get her epinephrine, she collapsed. And how old was she? She was 12. 12 years old. I never thought about that, but food courts in particular in malls, I mean, I see peanuts all over the place in in a lot of the menus. 
So I guess that if you know you've got that allergy, then you're really going to, you know, pay attention to it. But if you don't know, then in a mall, you could be susceptible to something. Yes. And, and that's why we're really hoping to put EpiPens into shopping malls and restaurants and community centers and arenas, anywhere, any public venues. They really should be, I think, anywhere a defibrillator is because anybody could have a reaction at any time. Well, I'm just, I'm reading something here right now that's actually on the EpiPen.ca site. And it says on it, what is a severe allergic reaction? And then it says, also known as, as exactly what you said, an anaphylaxis occurs in some people when they're exposed to a usually harmless uh, substance called an allergy trigger. Common triggers that can lead are food, insect stings, bites, latex, yes. medication, exercise. Yes. Exercise can actually exasperate a reaction. So you may eat a particular food one time and be fine, but if you've exercised before the food, you can react. And if you are allergic, it could be more severe reaction. Um, alcohol is also another thing that can heighten the reaction. Well, I know that, uh, you know, your group, you, you know, basically trying to commit, commit towards awareness and, and get Parliament Hill and government officials to step on, por- on board and be a little bit more proactive with what legislation, I think. Is there, is there any kind of legislation right now at all? Well, there's Sabrina's law that legislates a law that looks after students, tries to reduce the risks for students in the school system. And they call it Sabrina's law? They call it Sabrina's law. And why did they call it Sabrina's law? Is that somebody, a child that was named or somebody that was named by Sabrina? Unfortunately, there was a young girl that passed away in Pembroke from a reaction at school. She had some French fries that were cross-contaminated with milk, and milk was one of her allergies. Some people think that milk is just an intolerance, but it can actually be an anaphylactic allergy as well. And she didn't have her, she's also asthmatic. So at first she thought she was maybe having an asthma attack. So, but she didn't have her EpiPen actually on her, which is very important. And by the time she started to walk to her locker, she collapsed and never regained consciousness. Oh my God, that is absolutely awful. She was that twelve is terrible. as well. It's very oh, tragic. That is just tragic. That, well, I'm I'm looking at it right now on the provincial government website on the newsroom here, and uh, they're actually posting May sixteenth, two thousand and five, and that's Sabrina's law makes Ontario schools safer. I I think what I'd like to know is why hasn't the media picked up more attention on this? Because to be honest with you, you know. I wasn't even aware of Sabrina's Law. Now, you know, which is sad because I guess unless you're actually researching this, I mean, you may hear about it back in 2006. Life continues, unfortunately. That's how it is. Here we are in 2014, but we're still fighting to get more awareness. I know. Uh, I started advocating and educating when my oldest son was diagnosed back in 1985. And while we've made a lot of progress, there's so much more education to be done. My son had a reaction actually just in April, and he's 21 now. And he ate at a restaurant that he'd eaten at before. He had something different. He had a meatball sandwich and began to feel unwell. And and those with anaphylaxis, everyone always asks, well, how would I know? But you know, you just see it come over them, that they just feel totally different. And you can see a wash over them. And he 
didn't feel well, and he checked with the restaurant later on and and found out that they put peanut butter in the meatballs. And it was a very scary 24 hours for us because he had never actually had peanut butter, but we knew that he was highly allergic. He's also asthmatic, and he has eczema. So those three factors are very high risk. So luckily, he had his epinephrine, and when he used the EpiPen, he felt immediate relief. Really? Yeah. So, and had he not had it in? And the other problem, too, is, I mean, if it's inside the ingredients, if it's, if it's not your typical thing that you would expect a peanut to be in, yes. like you're never going to expect, I don't know about you, but I would never expect peanuts to be in a meatball. No. I mean, I mean that's unusual. It's we very take, unusual. We take responsibility, certainly for our own safety, but we're concerned about the accidents that happen. And accidents happen. He... He should have asked always, but he'd eaten there many, many times, and I checked the menu, and it's nothing would have made you think that there would have been peanut butter in the meatballs. Well, you know, I, I'm looking back at this whole situation here, you know, when Sabrina's Law took place, because it says here that, uh, you know, the Ministry of Education. So I gather it was a, a joint initiative between the Ministry of Education and the Ministry of Health and Safety. Like, has the Ministry of Health and Safety got involved in all of this as well? You know, that I can't answer, um, and, mm-hmm. and it should be something that we um, look into probably as well. I think so, because, you know, I, I, I think it depends on, it's kind of like, for instance, okay, as you know, I'm the founder of the Condo Owners Association, and uh, a few months back, you know, we're having to deal now with carbon monoxide detectors being in residential property, actually not even residential, like a number of properties that are going to have any type of living environment, whether there be hotels and motels and so on and so on, clubs and whatnot. And, uh, you know, and that resulted in the fact that we've had a lot of casualties as a result of carbon monoxide deaths. And uh, so now, you know, you open up that screen because it, it seems to me that, you know, the, the, putting our Canadians' life at risk at any degree when we know darn well that there is forms of allergies and so on that can cause these kind of shocks to potentially kill someone. I mean, I think that the uh, Ministry of Education, you know, working together in the school system is one thing, but then when you take a look at it, maybe that's where restaurants, you know, like the associations for restaurants and hotels and even the condo owners associations may want to look at that as far as creating a safe environment within the establishments of what they're working, where their mandates are following. Well, Restaurants Canada just had a conference in May where they Uh introduced anaphylaxis to all their members and asked them if they to consider putting EpiPens into their establishments. And we've been working closely with them to encourage restaurants and we'll we'll try and give anyone who participates a recognition. Our own Crooked Q uh-huh. just down the street is going to put an EpiPen safety kit in their restaurant. Fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Well, that was actually you and I, we met there. That's right. <laughs> we met there at one of the uh, BIA yes. uh, breakfast meetings. That was excellent. And actually, that's yes. a wonderful story because... Those with anaphylaxis take responsibility for managing their condition, but it's truly one of those conditions that takes the support of a community because you need your community to give of themselves to help keep your child safe in schools, for instance. You know, they have to give up peanut butter sandwiches, or in the case of milk allergies, maybe they have to forego pizza fundraising days. And okay. and you know what? That's just frustrating for everybody, including us. And we appreciate so much that they respect those kind of restrictions and work with us. 
it really is a shared responsibility, and we appreciate their help. Oh, you know, absolutely. And you know what's really interesting, okay, is that there's two sides to the coin. One is exactly what you've just mentioned. The other side is, is that if you take a look at private establishments, the first question that they're going to have is, is there a liability risk? Am I going to get sued? Yes. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, I'm looking at this and thinking, okay, so if that would be a concern, then why would the Ministry of Education step in? And, you know, because if we're trying to save and and provide a safe atmosphere, that's going to be for children right off the forefront. And those who come to the... That is like number one, you know, right? That's number one on our list is to keep our children safe. And it's not just our children either anymore because these children who were at the beginning of the the influx of allergies are now 30 and in their 20s. So they're starting colleges where they're very vulnerable and they're at work, you know, so. So now they've, they've stepped into a whole new uh, environment from where they were before. But see, the thing is though, uh, you know, Debbie is, is that they have awareness. So by implementing it in schools, it's a great way for kids to learn about it stepping forward. Yes. Where we may be missing out here is for the adults. I I have to admit, I'm going to admit, even for myself, I wasn't aware of any of this. I didn't even know what an EpiPen was until two years ago. And, and I found out the hard way. And everybody's nervous about responding. It's like, well, I could never give a needle to somebody. But, you know, it doesn't hurt. My, my son allowed me to tell this story because he wants people to know that in the past he's hesitated to give it to himself. And there's been one other time when he really should have. But it didn't hurt at all. And he felt immediate relief. So you can't do any harm. And you're covered by the Good Samaritan Law. There you go. And we got to talk about that. We have to talk about the Good Samaritan Law. Well, we're listening today to Debbie Bruce, and she is the co-director of the Canadian Anaphylaxis Initiative. And you can actually research it more on www.cai-allergies.ca. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of the Condo Expert. Please stay tuned because we've got lots of information for you. Hello there, you listen to Linda Pinazzaro at the Condo Expert, and we're here at the studio at the Hayes FM. I'd love to hear from you. If you have a story, you want to be a guest on my show, give me an email, linda at linda pinazzaro, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O dot com. You have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you soon. Linda Pinazzaro, she's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Oh. My computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com.